The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hi, I'm Larry Mandel. I'm Rob Mandel. And we are Brothers on Law. Hey, Rob, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. You know, uh, I want to talk about something that can be kind of hard to talk about, and that is a debt. Man, oh, Shevitz. You know, <laughs> you know uh, a lot of us get behind pretty easily. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to do. You get that uh, Macy's card, you get that Visa and next thing you know, you owe a whole bunch of money. Hey, but the other thing is this, Rob. You go into a store. And you're paying store. interest. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then you'll go into a store. You go to Lowe's. You go to Home Depot. They're all saying, hey, you'll save some money. Just oh, open God. up this credit card. What a fallacy. Go, go, go. What a fallacy. But yeah. you know what happens? You know, we do have a system in this country uh, where if you get way too far in debt, yeah. You're and irresponsible to some degree, well, let's face okay. it. Well, okay, you could be, but it could be other circumstances. You lose your job. Yeah. You know, uh, you yeah. had big medical bills that you didn't anticipate. So true. And you get into that situation, and we do have a a stopgap where you can start anew. Right. And we're lucky enough to uh, have with us in the studio today someone who is a master at helping people do just that. Right. He's been doing it a long time. David Hagen. Very, very long time. David very, Hagen. Very, very well, long time. Welcome to the show, Dave Hagen. He's a bankruptcy attorney. Yeah. Right? Hey, th- thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, having me. Bankruptcy attorney and uh, uh, podcast host, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us about the podcast. Let's get a little pitch on that real quick. Well, well we don't even know what the bankruptcy attorney part is all about. <laughs> yeah. well, I want to hear the podcast, though. Come on. Well, the podcast right. part is the Financial Wellness Podcast, and we had helped uh, 10,000 people maybe over the years through bankruptcy and another wow. 10,000 without bankruptcy. It's, we've been at it quite a while. And we thought, look, we, we clean up the circumstance. What do we do with that fresh start opportunity? Yeah. And so we created the podcast for people to dial in about 20, 25 minutes uh, a week and think about their financial wellness, purposely pursuing their financial plan. So when they look back years from now, they can go, wow, maybe the last thing I wanted to do was to file bankruptcy, maybe the best thing I ever did. And and the podcast isn't mm. even necessarily set up for, for people that are that have filed for bankruptcies for everybody. There's so, not so, enough personal finance information out there. So it's not just people that have filed bankruptcy, but people that have kind of fallen off. Absolutely. A bit on. You All know, right, well, tell us about that then. How are you talking about bankruptcy prevention, basically? And no, how, how after to, bankruptcy. Well, well, wait a minute. He said some people he helps before bankruptcy. Absolutely, bankruptcy prevention. I mean, people that are pursuing a purposeful plan will reduce the risk potentially that they might need to file. And then once people have cleared the decks in a bankruptcy, they've got the opportunity to start fresh with a, a completely blank a slate. Yeah. So what an what a real opportunity um, to turn around, start fresh, and rebound in a very strong and, and purposeful and way. And build up their credit. 
Right. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, okay. we're, we're not such huge as it fa- is. Yeah, we're not yeah. we're not huge fans of credit. If, right. if 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 you're positive cash flow, you don't need credit. Right. right? I mean, we're yeah. big proponents. Buy a car for cash. Buy a used car for cash. Yeah. Get a house on a 15 year loan. Don't don't put yourself in a lot of payments because if something happens, then you're cooked. Yeah, right. you're, you're back, cooked in 90 days, like 120 we were saying, days. When, you're you're you going down the toilet bowl. Right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. And if you got two people, spouses, that are funding a pile of debt and something happens to one of them, so the yeah. risk is basically twice. Right. Now you're really screwed. And, and, that, and, and that's what we see, though. All when, the time. When, you're, when you're married, sometimes there's two times the debt. Oh, absolutely. Right. Two times sounds like a yeah. song. Two times the dead. Yeah. It's a country two western. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two times, times the dead. Two step, two times the dead. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Two step to the two times the dead. You know, there, there's a book out there called The Two Income Trap, and it, uh, that was the exact thesis of that really? book, which is now we have two people funding a house and a car and a whatever, and something happens to one of them, yeah. they're in trouble just that much quicker. You know who wrote that book? No. Dave this, this is going to kill you guys. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Warren. No oh, kidding. Oh, we know yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. She wants to be president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she wrote that book uh, through personal experience or, no. or she just was like a sociologist studying that no, I mean, situation? She, she cut her teeth as a bankruptcy uh, professor at Harvard. That's right. And wrote self-help books. Imagine cutting your teeth as a bankruptcy professor at Harvard. There you go. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> I kind of I dig her. So now, yeah. so now she wants yeah. to self-help, right. self-help the country. I think that's a good idea well, if we yeah. can do it. So, you know, when people are starting with their credit cards, it just kind of spirals, you know? So does your podcast address the issue of like, you know, put some brakes on, on spending? Oh, a- you know? absolutely. No, no debt. Yeah. I mean, let's start with no debt. Clear the decks. We spent three of the early episodes talking about how do you get rid of debt? What are the strategies that you use to get rid of debt? And then put together a plan, a purposeful plan, to start saving a little piece of that. Because most people don't know this. Money in the bank will double every 10 years if you're getting 7%. Yeah, but how do you get 7%? Oh, all sorts of places. The market's uh-huh. returned 10, 12 over the last 40, 50 Stock years. Stock market. Now you... And not necessarily a stock market, maybe a fund. You know, you start trying to pick stocks, you're probably going to lose. You start thinking short term, you're probably going to lose. But let's talk about the no debt thing. Right. Yeah, I want to hear that. Because, because I'm a master of debt. Yeah. Okay. I got a big mortgage. We all are. It's human nature. Oh, yeah. You know, the credit cards. I lease my vehicle. Right. Okay. I don't don't even buy the damn thing. Is that a good thing? Well, I'm just saying. I, I don't know. You know, I'm talking to a guy. I'm asking Dave the question. Okay? Well, I'm asking you. Okay, no, I don't, you don't know. know. That's, that's a rhetorical question. But so, so, how do we, you know, reduce debt? Well, no. How do we stop ourselves from going to those places? Well, first and foremost, go cash. How do you pe- do that? Pe- Maybe you don't have the cash. How do you buy a house without incurring debt these days? You know, you put together a down payment. And you make sure that your down payment is within a third of your take-home pay. And you put your head down and you make the payments over a long period of time. If you can pull off a 15-year loan, better. Yeah. You know, the second half of a 30-year loan, 30 year loan you're, you're mostly... Interest. It's yeah, just interest. It's yeah. just interest upon interest. So, you know, they've done studies and found that, that people that go cash, as opposed to using credit cards, spend 18% less. People are more frugal... People are more financially focused when they're 
using cash because it's it's hard to part with the Benjamins. Right. It's easy to use the credit card. So way easy. Too, way too right? easy. Right? Now, wait a minute. It's crazy. Though. How about this idea? What I do, yeah. I don't use Visa or MasterCard. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. mean, on rare moments, I do yeah, yeah. for little things. Yeah. But for the most part, I use American Express because you have to pay that the next month. That's not that true, Rob. Because they will charge you interest too if you you don't have to pay it all off. So that's well, I always true. do. I always but do. The, but regardless, but Dave, then you get points. You can use those points. Ah, Look, I, screw I, the I points. I think Let's talk I, to I, I think here. I think you need a card because you yeah. need a card to get around. You need to get a tow. You need to get something online. You get a card, but you get one card. Right. You make sure you've got some plausible, simple rewards program. It's not that critical, but I use a I use an Amazon card. Okay. And. You stick with that one card, and you try and use the majority of stuff you, you pay for with cash. Yeah. So people are living beyond their means. Oh, basically. way, way. And so, what else do they do to scale back, or how? Do, where? What direction do they take? You know, put together a spending plan. Everybody likes to talk about budget. I don't like budget. Right. A budget's like a diet. As soon as you're on a budget, you want to go spend that money, That's right? That's so true. That's me. You want to eat some french fries. I try and drop <laughs> some pounds and I go, God, I'm really hungry this week. <laughs> I right? like to buy it's stuff. Killer, I like right? to I like to buy stuff online. Right. right. But <laughs> me too. spending plan. Spending plan is thoughtful, forward thinking. It's purposeful. I tell people, and I borrowed this term from Warren Buffett, deploy your capital. Deploy, deploy your, your capital. capital. Okay, Put what it does where that mean? you yeah. want it. Purposely put it where you want it rather than where someone's going to take it out of your pocket. So you control your money instead of your money controlling Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Hard to do, but it's it's a mindset. It's, it's a tough. thought pro- Well, yeah. And a lot of personal finance is, is more emotion and between the ears than it is yeah. coming out of the wallet. And you know, yeah. Amazon, talking about Amazon, it's so easy. My credit card's already on file. Of and course. I just press that button, boom. And it's so nice oh, I to love get that it. package. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You, and you know what I've been doing lately? These big old packages of dog food that we get. <laughs> I don't want to go to Petco and like yeah. haul that thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I just hit the button and it shows up at the house. Right. The thing is, when the guy delivers it, I see the guy looking up into the camera going, you made me haul this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you pay it off immediately. Absolutely yeah. so every you, month. Has yeah. to. Otherwise, you stop using it. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. I'm a working man, okay, yeah. or a working couple, okay, right. working man and woman. And we got, I don't know, two kids. We want to buy a house. Uh, we're living, you know, in a rental for now. Uh, we got uh, a payment on at least one car. No, you got you got a pretty nice house. Well, no, no, no he's I'm not. Ta- oh, he no, no, it, he's making I'm it sound like himself, the, but he's not. The hypothetical, I'm going, I'm, I heard hypothetical. about your house. You got a pretty nice house. You're a pretty uh, successful really. guy. <laughs> no. Huh. Where do you I don't own it. The bank owns it. But, All right, but give no, your no, hypothetical, hypothetical, Rob. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. You know, working couple, couple of kids. They're, they're renting right now. They want to buy a house. And they got at least one car payment. Mm-hmm. And now life is moving. 
Okay, yeah. there, you know, there's there's not a lot of time to sit, you know, just slam on the brakes and go, oh, honey, we gotta do a financial uh, plan or a you know a spending plan like uh, Dave, right. What did you call it again? Spending plan. Yeah, spending plan. No budget. Right, not a budget. Spending no. budget. Budget's bad. And and you know because. Unless they know who you are or know someone like you or, you know, tuning in, um, they may not even have the guidance to be able to get started doing sure. something like sure. that. Sure. So what so, do you do? So what do you do? You what listen, do, they, what look, do these folks first do? Of all, first of all, you got to put the side of time because uh, put aside that time because if you don't, you're going to be laying in a hospital bed, you know, 50, 60, 70 years from now going, God, I wish I had gone through it more, a little more thoughtfully, you know? So you got to put, and it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It doesn't have to be very complicated. I tell people, sit down with a piece of paper in a restaurant with your spouse and write down 10 things you want to do. And then, okay. and then scratch out about five of them and pursue the top five. Right. Right. So right. you sit down and put together a plan. And then on a piece of paper, you go, here's what's coming in. Here's where we want it to go out. And it's not going to be exactly the same every month because life happens, like you said. But you've got these general guidelines. And so you might say, well, you know, we're going to put off the vacation this year because this other thing came up. Or we want to put this money into that account so that it starts to grow and experience the magic of compounding interest. We want (laughs) to do these things. But Dave, shouldn't they put aside like a certain amount for... Like a savings, let's just say automatically, let's save four hundred bucks of, a month. Right, whatever. Right it is. into savings. Absolutely, yeah. but that's so hard to do. No, when? not if it comes off the top. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly. Come no, off I've just done that before. Yeah, to make yeah. those decisions to actually do it is right. hard because, like you were saying before, there's so many temptations out there. There's the Amazons. There's the, you know, the cars. There's the yeah, but, vacations. But if it's if it's a budget. It's hard to make that decision. If it's a spending plan and you have a clear goal where you want to be, it's kind of easy. You got to want to. And if you if you want to, if you've got the target that you want, it's kind of easy to do. You go, well, I'm, I'm so happy about that. I had a nice case that I got a nice retainer on. You guys experience that from time to time. And I used to think, well, I'm going to go, oh, I got a down payment on a car. I'm going right. to And I just thought, you know, I, I want to put that in the account. I want some more digits in that account and I want to watch that grow. And I want to be able to look at my app every couple days and see what the stock market's doing and go, Yahtzee. Although sometimes you look at it and go, what the? (laughs) I like the word Yahtzee, by the way. Yahtzee. I'm going to use that from now on. But more often than not, not, if if you've chosen a long ball strategy, it's going to go up a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. And you, patience. You need patience. You gotta have patience. You well, gotta have a target and self control. I yeah. have neither. Now I'm leasing a car. <laughs> with Why a plan, is that so terrible? With a plan, self control happens. Yeah. yeah. Because it's all here. Yeah. Leasing yeah. a car. Yeah. Why is that so terrible? Is you it just what? like throwing money away? We recorded. It's funny you should ask. We <laughs> recorded a show last night on cars. Right. Because that's my that's my rant the last six seven weeks. At the end of a lease, you don't own anything. That's right. So you're driving around a nicer car than what the payments are supposed to provide for. And when you finish making the payments, you got nothing. Now, I've leased cars. I've, yeah, me I've too. done that. I walked into a dealership yeah. and they said, here's a Chevy Volt for two twenty nine. Right. I was going to buy the damn car for cash. Yeah. And they go, two twenty nine for three years. I go, that's Why like, not? That's yeah. like for free. Yeah. No yeah. gas, no repairs, $229. i am in, yeah. right? But 
to otherwise lease a car? I don't know. Our our thought now you is you can write it off on your business. Well, you, you, that's between you, your uncle, and your accountant. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, and how much you can write off. And <laughs> uncle how that, Sam, by the how way, that, I write off the whole dang thing. You know, yeah. and by the way, not to not to diver, diverge too much, but you know what your biggest expenditure in your life is? Think about this. What's your uh, biggest expenditure in your life? My your house? house? No, not your wife. Bigger than your wife? Your house? There, there is a bigger power. No, <laughs> way bigger than your house. Uh, food your consumption. Go- your government. Oh, your government taxes. You're spending 30, 40, sometimes 50% Jeez. to the two governments. Mm-hmm. Mm. We should pay attention to what they're doing with our dollars because uh, my gut tells me it's not being spent well. Yeah. You know? So let's go back to the car. Our guideline is buy a car three, four years old for cash. Okay. Why? Because you pay 50% of the sticker price right. and it's still in pretty good shape. It's under 50,000 miles typically. Right. You can get exactly the car you want because you can shop it on the internet. I got my last car in Seattle because it was the car that I wanted. It wow. was four you years drove, old. You flew I to flew Seattle? to Seattle, test wow. drove it, and then made arrangements to put it on a truck. Good for and you. I got like a killer car at 50%. Had 28,000 miles on it. Yeah. But I shopped that thing for a four or five months. Is that a warranty? Well, I had a warranty for about eight months. But you know, see, I, that's my theory. That's a risk. I, I just bought a car, but it's a couple years old. Yeah. And, and But it still had the warranty. And you can put on an extra warranty if you want to. On Absolutely. It, you know, extended warranty. Absolutely. So now you're driving that car. You own it. And now you're saving up for the next one. Yeah. And you're putting that money in an account that's doubling over some period of time because you're getting interest on that. Very smart. Right? So you're forward, you're forward of the interest curve, not behind it. We like need to sit down with States. Dave Hayden. Yeah. Dave, we oh, need a couple right more here. hours yet. <laughs> but now uh, Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. You want to talk a little bit about bankruptcy? Yeah, because, okay, now, here's the scenario. Yeah. We have failed to do a spending plan. Yeah. We have acquired too much debt. We're way over our heads. Mm -hmm. We need that fresh start. Mm -hmm. Tell us, you know, just just in case. Yeah, who are you going to call, Deep? But no... (laughs) Uh, because not Debt everyone busters. Not, Debt busters is right. not everyone understands right. exactly how bankruptcy works and what it really is, what it entails. What Can you it, give us what a it, thumbnail sketch? Yeah, give us the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Well, bankruptcy is a constitutional right. The framers of the federal constitution said that Congress shall make laws regarding bankruptcy. Wow. Why? Well, because guys named Thomas and George and Ben owned a lot of money in England, and that's why they were hiding out here in the United nice. States. Nice. I got it. <laughs> so they said we're going to clear the decks. And by the way, Thomas Jefferson, who was one of the you know founders of the uh, sure. of the country, just a phenomenal person. He was a mess financially, a mess. He his estate was a mess, uh. but he was a, a visionary at government and understanding human nature. Yeah. So they put this in the in the Constitution. It's a federal law. If someone can file bankruptcy, discharge their debts with some exceptions, turn around and start fresh. The deal is they have to turn over all their assets to be liquidated for cash to be spread among the creditors. Now, the good news is 
for us at least, by the time someone comes to see us, usually assets are gone. Or there are assets that are protectable or what we call exempt. What are those? Well, like uh, a modicum of clothes. When people would file bankruptcy in England, they would just like strip them naked and say, have a nice fresh start and they'd be walking down the street. Really? And so they saw that and Ouch. they go, oh, let's Those let them keep. Those crazy Brits. Let's, let's let them keep their clothes, you know, not not out of any kind of they benevolent. Yeah. And, and it wasn't too attractive. <laughs> give, them a, way. give them a trench coat at least. <laughs> so, you know, some clothes and some furniture and some jewelry and equity in a house, ah. a homestead exemption will protect 100000 in equity okay. in a house for a, for a married couple. And the idea is, Actually, the art of what we do is to exempt assets so they can turn around, start fresh, and just lose the the debt. Right. right. Then they turn around, start fresh. The bankruptcy is a four-month process. We're talking Chapter 7, by the way, right. which is the most preva- prevalent type of bankruptcy. Right. Turn around, start fresh, but with a plan. You see how that works? Yeah. The creditors sue them, call them, harass them, almost doing them a favor by pushing them off the cliff because nobody right. wants to come see me. Yeah. But if they got someone dogging them, right? If they yeah. got someone dogging them, then it's like, what are we going to do? They're honey? doing yeah. them a favor. We're, we're right. screwed. Yeah. You gave us no choice, man. Right. Now, bye. Yeah. <laughs> if it if it's you or me, it's going to be me. That's an yeah. easy. That's an easy decision. And, so they but, turn around, and start fresh. There's another kind of bankruptcy called Chapter 13, which is a three to five year partial repayment plan. We use that to stop foreclosures or. Or, or people that are being pursued by the IRS, it, we, we can we can pay those taxes sometimes at no interest over five years. That's like um, a reorganization plan, exactly. And then uh, the so, business and what reorganization. Well, what does that mean? Reorganization, yeah. re- repaying in full or in part over three to five years. So they don't liquidate the debt like a Chapter Seven. No, it's repaid. Because they're continuing it's to repay to, in, to in go. full or in part. Right. Right. Now right. I have a right. question. Now. Yeah. Now this this is a, a, a like a, a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Talking about reorganization, talking mm-hmm. about Chapter Eleven. Right. Okay. Now, uh, this may be out of your uh, realm of mm-hmm. spit uh, it out. Rob. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're a polluter, mm-hmm. see, we represent about six hundred people, six hundred and fifty people who are polluted right. beyond your wildest imagination, mm-hmm. right here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right. from a lead uh, recycling facility right. that was depositing lead particulate into the air in yeah. these neighborhoods in right. Los Angeles for years. Right. right. And as soon as, you know, the people started filing claims and their uh, stockholders were complaining that, the, you know, they weren't managing the company, blah, 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 they filed Chapter 11. What happens? They just skate. They just, they don't have to pay these the, these uh, individuals that they've harmed. Some of them are, are children with uh uh, brain damage and right. cancers Cancer, right. and right. all kinds of stuff. And so, so what's your question? Well, my question is, you know, what do you think, don't we think, shouldn't that law be changed so that, you know, a, a polluter or someone who does damage, not just inquire, acquires a mm-hmm. debt, mm-hmm. but actually mm-hmm. does damage mm-hmm. to other people, mm-hmm. why should they be able to hide behind uh, bankruptcy law? Well, let's step back for just a minute and and talk about chapter 11. 11 is a reorganization for businesses, more often than not corporations. Right. And the idea is that you allow the corporation to continue to operate under the the review of the United States government and that they reorganize and pay as much as the creditors would get if the company closed and liquidated. Okay. So the idea is pay as much as you would in a liquidation and stay open and have jobs and et cetera, et cetera. So that's the idea behind Chapter 11. Now, to keep businesses to going. To keep businesses right? going, those that can yeah. make it. Now, if, if they're losing money, they need to 
close and be done. But if there's if there's something savable, let's save it. Right. So let's say every all these people file claims and they they've been harmed and they should be compensated. But past the liquidation value of the company, what else are you going to give them? Sometimes you give them a little something more on a go-forward basis, but what else are you going to give them? But, and, well, because I, that's what I'm thinking on the go-forward basis, or they should be required to have um, some kind of level of insurance that's just beyond you know minimal claims. Well, you know. but that's that's not a bankruptcy issue. That's an insurance issue. Well, that's if, a corporation's issue. If they want to take advantage of Chapter 11 and mm -hmm. they're actually harming people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as opposed to just acquiring debt. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. Yeah, we have, yeah, a, we have a caller. All right, right, let's do it. Hi, this is Eleni. I wanted to know by filing bankruptcy, does that wipe out my student loans? Thanks, guys. All right, so Dave, what do you what do you think uh, uh, about Eleni? Is it Eleni? Eleni? Eleni's question about filing bankruptcy. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, you know, that's that is a very hot topic. I mean, what a great question because it's being talked about even in the in the current presidential campaign. That's one of the main issues that they're all talking That's about. That's right. Student debt. Over the last bunch of years, student loan debt has grown so that in this country, there's more student loan debt than there is credit card debt. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? That's, more student that's loan sad. debt than credit loan. And yeah. basically... People want to get educated, though. That's good. Basically, yeah. student loans are not dischargeable. Now, it used to be back in the day, if you had a student loan and, you, and it was in the pay mode for five years, you could make it go away into bankruptcy. Then they wait, they moved it out to seven years. And then they passed the Higher Education Amendment Act and they said, it just doesn't go away. You know who signed the Higher Education Amendment Act? You, George this will Bush? surprise you. No, Bill Clinton. Doesn't uh, that surprise you? Bill. Yeah. So He was it, trying to, to, to balance the budget. Yeah. It's not, which well, he did. Well, I'm sure they handed it to him and they said, you know, this will create more student loans for more people because now people have to repay. And who knows? Uh, maybe that was a day he was a little distracted or something. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this debt is non-dischargeable <laughs> now. Very yeah. distractible guy. They're, they're yeah. talking about, you know, how is this going to change? Um, several of the candidates are saying, let's just forgive it all. Because it's dragging down our economy. People really can't afford is. houses and cars and but stuff like But those lenders, they're not going to be very happy. No, yeah. well, not well. But those loans are backed up by the federal government. They're guaranteed oh, by the federal yeah. government. So who gets to pay? Guess what? The taxpayers. There's got to be some kind of compromise wow. between that. You know. Well, I mean, one of the candidates is saying, let's only uh, forgive uh, 50000 Or let's forgive another candidate says, let's forgive all of them. Um, another one, you know, the current administration is talking about changing guidelines to to reduce this backlog of debt in a in a more you Equitable know thoughtful way, yeah. long. You can't just like to me, it seems you just can't let it all go all of a sudden because what about the people that are paying? You know, on the other hand, there's people that are hopelessly mired in debt. I've had clients that have moved out of the country. I said, there's nothing I can do. And like really? six weeks later, I get a box of Swiss chocolates. Life is good. Life is good <laughs> guess, in guess Switzerland. Where they went. <laughs> and that's not good public Bahamian policy. cigars. Right? Yeah, that's not helping. That's not helping. But I also think as a country, we need to rethink what education is for and what ed education costs. Yeah. My goodness, look at what some of the local schools, look at what SC and some of these other schools cost. 
are you really getting that much value as opposed to going to CSUN? Yeah. I think not. Probably not. We need to rethink that. Yeah. Hey, Dave, yeah. um, tell our... You know, I want to plug your your book here. You wrote this book yeah. called Changing Your Financial Destiny by David R. Hagen. Available on a, Amazon. Okay. <laughs> and, all right. And then how can folks get a hold of you if they want to... Uh, uh, find out more about their own situation, maybe even consider a bankruptcy, how they go get a hold of you. You know, go to, go to Google, type in David R. Hagen. It's all over the place. H-A-G-E-N, how about the phone number? H-A-G-E-N, right? H-A-H-A-G-E-N. There's, there's another guy in the Valley, David S. I'm David R. All right, uh, David people R. People say, which one are, you know, they ask me, which one are you? And I say, well, I'm the, the better looking the one. The R, the rich one. <laughs> but, but his friends have told me I'm much too optimistic about that, you know? The, the book is... David R. Hagen. The purpose of the book was, you know, I, I'd meet people in a social situation and like a doctor we go doctor i got this pain could people yeah. would say well how much debt do i need to have oh, so you just give how them the book I? so that's what the that's what the book is for yeah. yeah you read the book it's 90 pages it's a one night read right. and there's there's guidelines in there hey right, man. what's the phone number though 818-992-1940 1940 very good year had that number since yeah. 1988 wow <laughs> Well, listen, uh, I hate to say it, and it's been a, such a pleasure, Dave. Yeah, this went so fast. Hey, how fun. We got, yeah. we got fun talking to you guys. Yeah, hey, Dave. Is. I'm coming uh, in this morning going, God, these guys are going to tag team wrestle on me. Yeah, two we did. on one, but what fun this has been, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We're, 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 uh, we're softies. What can yeah, I tell you? Yeah. All right, so if you missed any part of this show, you want to hear it again, or you want to listen to our previous shows, go to brothersonlaw.com for all things Brothers on Law. And to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in and check out next week's show at the same time, 8 a.m. here on Go Country 105. And Rob, remember what? Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.